houses had finished their breakfast and were on to other things, hanging their heads out their windows or over their stall doors. One had grabbed a thick cotton lead rope left hanging beside his door and was swinging it by his teeth around and around his head like a trick roper, amusing himself. All right, Arlie, I muttered. You're it. I pulled the big gray gelding out of his stall, saddled him, and rode off the property. The development where Sean's farm was located was called Palm Beach Point, which was neither a point nor anywhere near Palm Beach. I was alone, and the horse beneath me didn't like it. Clearly, I was up to no good, or so he thought. He was a nervous sort, high-strung and spooky on the trail. The trail ran straight with the road on my right and a dark, dirty, narrow canal on my left. I sat, bumped the gelding with a leg, and he jumped into a canter, pulling against the reins, wanting to run. A small group of white ibis browsing along the bank startled and took wing. Arlie bolted at the explosion of bright white feathers, leaped in the air, squealed, bucked, and took off, his long legs reaching for as much ground as he could cover. A saner person would have been choking on terror, hauling back on the reins, praying to survive. I let the horse run out of control. He ran as if hell was closing in behind us. I stuck to him like a tick sitting low over my center of gravity. Ahead, the road made a hard turn right. I didn't touch the reins. Arlie ran straight, leaving the road, staying with the canal. Without hesitation, he bounded across a small ditch and kept running past the dead end of another dirt road. He could have broken a leg, fallen on me, thrown me, paralyzed me. He could have stumbled hard enough to unseat me and dragged me by one foot caught in the stirrup. But it wasn't the horse that frightened me or the potential for injury or death. What frightened me was the excitement I felt, my euphoric disregard for my own life. It was that feeling that finally made me wrestle for control of the horse and of myself. He came back to me a little at a time, from a dead run, to a gallop, to a canter, to a huge prancing trot. When he finally came more or less to a halt, his head was up in the air and he blew loudly through flared nostrils. I didn't know how far we had run. The fields were long behind us. Woods stood on both sides of the dirt road. Dense scrub choked the far bank of the canal. Arlie danced beneath me, nervous, skittish, ready to bolt. He ducked his big head and tried to tug the reins out of my hands. I could feel his muscles quivering, and it dawned on me that this was not excitement he was feeling. This was fear. He snorted again and shook his head violently. I scanned the banks of the canal, the edge of the woods on either side. Wild boar roamed through this scrub. People had reported sighting the occasional panther in the area. Rumors always abounded that something or another had escaped from Lion Country Safari. Alligators hunted in the canals. My body tensed before I could even process what caught my eye. A human arm reached up out of the black water of the canal, as if stretching out for help that was far too late in coming. The hand and wrist had been mangled, the flesh torn, some bone exposed. Black flies hovered and crawled over the limb like a living, lacy glove. There were no obvious tire tracks leading over the bank and into the water. That happened all the time. Too much to drink, asleep at the wheel, no common sense. 
People plunged to their deaths in South Florida's canals every day of the week, it seemed. But there was no sign of a car here. I took a hard grip on the reins with one hand, pulled my cell phone from my belt with the other, and punched in a number. The phone on the other end of the line rang twice. Landry, the voice was curt. You're going to want to come out here, I said. Why, so you can kick me in the teeth again? I found a body, I said without emotion. An arm to be precise. Come, don't come, do what you want. I snapped the phone shut, ignored it when it rang, and turned my horse for home. This was going to be one hell of a day. A pair of deputies in a white and green Palm Beach County cruiser rolled through the gate behind Landry. I had ridden back to the farm to eliminate the complication of a horse at a crime scene, but I hadn't had...